0: Shut up and sit down.
1: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. I am your host, Chance Hancock. And I'm sitting next to, currently right now, Jesse J., who's fondling wires.
2: Yeah, my headphones went out. <laughs> I was wondering what you are doing. <laughs> like, it it played loud and clear, and then poof, nothing. And I'm like, no! Yeah, man, my headphones <clears throat> were up, like, way loud.
1: I don't know who was on air before us, but, man, they were deaf. They were deaf. Apparently. So, anyway, so tonight we have our buddy Aaron G. Thompson of 28 Days Haunted on Netflix going to be coming on. We're looking forward to that It's going to yeah. be fun and,
2: and I figured out the phones And Jesse figured out the phones
1: <laughs> It's amazing He actually figured them out So uh, it's going to be a good show tonight um, We have a few things to throw out there real quick uh, I'd like to say a quick shout out to Kim Rutherford She's out there in Brooksville right now Getting down, getting dirty um, Just want to say hi to her um, I Haven't got a bunch of a chance to talk to her in the last couple of days Man, I've been busy i had a lot of stuff going on A lot of stuff yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to make sure that everybody out there listening to the show for Paraprobe, if you want to catch our past shows, make sure you go to iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, OnlyFans, WorldStarHipHop, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast show, you will find Paraprobe. Just type in P-A-R-A-P-R-O-B-E, Paraprobe, and you will be able to uh, uh listen to us. Um, right now, Kim said we sounded insanely muffled. I'm listening live. Okay. It might be our mics were just up a little too loud.
2: Yeah, I like it loud. How's that?
1: We had that silky smooth sound.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, where's my sound at? (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, (laughs) make sure you go back and, you know, check out all of our shows, all the past shows, all of our past interviews that we've had. You know, we've had a lot of fun in here. We do have our uncensored show that we're going to be uh, bringing to you guys here in the very near future.
2: Probably um, around January. That's what it's looking like. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe a little sooner if we can get it off the ground, but more than, well, it, it may be sooner. Definitely may
1: be sooner. Uh, one of the yeah. other shows that I'm actually helping executive produce may be coming out a lot sooner too. Um, super sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of fun. But, uh, anyway, so. <laughs> there it is. Once again, I want to make sure everybody out there knows that, you know, I need you to go out there, find our show, whatever podcast platform you listen to. And I don't know what it is, man. I will post this thing on social media and I'll put, I know they're throttling my stuff. Yep. Because I will put out there, you know, hey, go check out our past shows on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts, blah, blah, blah. Two views, two likes. I could post... Picture of a cup of coffee and go, mmm, good coffee. Ninety nine likes, you know, fourteen shares. It's crazy, man. Social media sucks.
2: Yeah, it's a conspiracy.
1: Well, we need to break the algorithm big time. We need more people to outside of our circle to start checking out the show. Which we do have a pretty good, a pretty good group of live listeners. We had one call in last week.
2: Yeah, they're great people. I mean, they're hysterical.
1: Yeah, hysterical. That dude was funny. That dude was funny. Yeah, big time. Uh, he was loving everything that we were saying about the villages last week and about all the STDs going around (laughs) and all that
2: stuff. (laughs) Hey, you know what? And you got plenty of free time. Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, that it's for people out there listening who maybe not have caught last week's show. The villages is a huge retirement like city here in uh going towards like North Florida and. It's it's a fifty five up you know fifty five plus you know community and they have like one of the highest rates of STDs in like Florida which is hilarious they have swinger parties all kinds of stuff we're finding out and it, it, we went down the it's rat like hole EDM with
2: it. for old, or EDC for old folks yeah right. pretty much yeah EDC no that's everyday carry it might be EDC EDM
1: know.
2: EDM EDM big old like EDM. they're probably having
1: rave party too <laughs> yeah, yeah there
2: you go thank you yeah. there we go.
1: So uh
2: I don't know what I'm talking about. Do I look <laughs> like I go there?
1: <laughs> it's the old people's Disneyland. Triple uh. X style.
2: <laughs>
1: so uh I'm quite sure there's probably some OnlyFans from out of there too.
2: Um more likely.
1: Yeah, that do when I retire I'm going to villages. <laughs> but I'm wrapping it. Um anyways. So also too, uh we do have some things we're working on for next year, you know, with H and E entertainment, uh, for different events and such and all that good stuff. Now I do want to say and mention also to our our show that we're going to be doing, the uncensored show. We're okay, Paraprobe is a paranormal show. Now the other show we're going to be doing is going to have a whole new title, everything else, and it's going to be going away from the paranormal. It's going to be more of like just crazy talk about everyday topics like the villages. I'm gonna bring bring that up a lot. Um, <laughs>
2: that was a good show, man. That yeah, I really guess apparently was. they bring
1: it up there too. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna be talking about anything and everything. Uh we're gonna have you guys calling in and talking with you guys too, you know, about different subjects. Once again it's gonna be uncensored. You know, here we're on radio. We're wrangled in by FCC. We gotta be careful what we say and do because we can't get. In, you know, we don't want to get in trouble and get fines and you know all that good stuff because the fines for FCC are not cheap. Nope, and nope. we would get the boop. Yeah, big time. Uh, now when we start, it
2: would be a fun way to go out, though. Oh, absolutely,
1: <laughs> dude. Do not hesitate to think I ever, I ever won the Powerball. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot of F bombs dropped on this If we could ever
2: afford it. all the fines, then probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, especially if it was like $1.6 billion like it was before, or was it $1.9?
1: It was $1.9, but actually went to 2.5 when the person, Jesus. one winner, one winner out of California won it. And the guy turned around, the guy who won the, the $1 billion Powerball, um went to the store that he bought the ticket from and was giving the guy who sold it to him a million dollars.
2: Well, not only that, so he wasn't announced as the winner until eight what was it eight a m mm-hmm. uh whatever time that is over there. <laughs> Yeah, Western time. I don't know. Um, California time. <laughs> yeah, California time. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, California, California. It sounds like a Snoop Dogg song. It California does, right? Time. Um, no, but uh, he went over there. He showed up at six a.m. to turn in the winning ticket, but it wasn't announced till eight.
1: I don't win him. I would have walked, man. Yeah. yeah. There,
2: there's like there's conspiracy theories floating all around about it and stuff. Oh, Apparently, you I mean like, like
1: the <clears> the numbers got announced? And he showed up at six, but the numbers
2: got announced at eight a.m. Yeah, because they had to do a redraw. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't hear
1: like about that. There was some sort one. of
2: security incident or whatever, and yeah, there's a huge conspiracy theory about it now, which is super really? entertaining for me because you know that's my thing.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't hear about that one. <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy. Okay, it, it, yeah, if he took that money from all of us, he's getting a beat down. Yeah. Um. I, I tell you what, man, can you imagine if you would have been the dude who pulled that ticket, though, and won? How nervous you would be until you finally got that ticket turned in?
2: hmm Oh, I'd treat it like it was, like, thin glass.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have treated it like I was carrying a baby everywhere I went. Yeah. I yeah. would have been babying that thing, man, all the way to when I got oh, there and got God. it turned in.
2: Yep anyways anyway so so our guest tonight Aaron G Thompson yes from, for once I did not say Johnson for some reason I don't know, I don't why. know why
1: you kept saying Johnson <laughs> I don't know yeah, he's, he probably has a nice one but uh, <laughs> his last name's Thompson though I mean I will ask him you know, well, we'll find out
2: is that like a baseball player or something like Aaron John L- let me google that let's let's I yeah, gotta this. look it up yeah I gotta I gotta now because there's an
1: Angela Johnson the that, comedian
2: that might be it Aaron Taylor Johnson actor there we go look. Oh, okay why does he look? Weird? Oh, that dude! Oh, That's the guy yeah. from Ghost Rider. Yeah, and Avengers, and I can't say that on air, and Bullet Train. <laughs> oh, okay. All okay. Right. So no wonder. It's okay, I'm here. not. I'm not crazy. Okay. But he's from the show uh, Twenty Eight Days Haunted on Netflix, which really good show. Um, yes. I have questions. And we all uh, do. <laughs> like, uh, can we go? Cause that was trippy. I, I legit got goosebumps off the first episode.
1: Dude, you and I, we've done a lot of investigations in our lifetime, but I've never been in one location for 28 days. I, it, the longest I've ever done was for a three-day weekend. I was actually at a location, and not like an event thing, an actual investigation for three days.
2: If you haven't seen it, it think of like uh Ghost Hunters meets Alone. yes. I mean people were like, I'm tapping out and then they weren't tapping out and all that and uh
1: Yeah, the best way to describe it would definitely be that way. It's it's like taking ghost hunters and throwing them in a house and just locking them in <laughs> and leaving them there for twenty eight
2: days. So who brings them groceries? That see, I'm they, sure
1: the production crew they, brings they, them groceries and food and all that. But they, and they can go outside. They just can't leave the premises. And they have no phones, no access to internet, no nothing.
2: Oh see. See that wasn't yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You see, that would suck, man. I, no porn for 28 days. Shut up. We were saying. talking
2: about that. That's why your head's all messed up. Brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have brain damage. Whatever. So, uh. That was smooth. You like that? I'm impressed. Alright. So, uh.
1: <laughs> that's what she said. Um. Shut up! But I would definitely have to say that it would be, it, it would be insane though for real, man. It, because they weren't taking like little, like, you know, Mom pa haunted locations. Like, these are some, like, very big, major haunts that they were taking them to and locking them in for 28 days. Super sketchy. Yeah. Sketchy. Sketchy.
2: Like, now, I think we're going to get along really well with Aaron. Oh, absolutely. Because he's a lot like us. He wants that brick-in-the-head evidence. Yes. And that seems to be, like, his MO. And that's why, like, I automatically <laughs> gravitated to him. And I can't remember his partner's name. This is bad. And that they were like it doesn't skeptical. matter we're
1: talking to Aaron so <laughs>
2: yeah they were skeptical or some
1: it. suck whatever
2: <laughs> they were wicked skeptical of yeah. like one of uh, an incident on there and <clears throat> I was laughing hysterically I was like I would say the same thing I, I oh yeah, I was, yeah, yeah I'd be blunt too. see that's the thing about this show <laughs>
1: spoiler alert if you don't want to know anything about this show because you haven't watched it yet and you want to watch it then. Tune in, anyways. I mean, listen to the show. We're gonna spoil it for you, but there's, but we're not gonna be able to cover anything, everything, anyways. I mean, there was quite a few episodes of this. You have to watch back to back to back. You know, get the whole thing. So it's six
2: episodes. It's six. Was
1: only six? It didn't seem like six. It It seemed like there was more.
2: It felt like more, but it was definitely (laughs) six. I mean, like it was. It felt like more. I was sweating bullets, dude. I was like, all right, all right, gotta watch the next one. Gotta watch the next one. Gotta watch the next one. And then there were some moments where like time
1: slowed down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, i was like oh
1: there was definitely a couple of scenes where i was kind of like hmm, that's odd odd yeah. it, I, that would be the the best word and simple the simplified to use odd um there was definitely a couple of moments where you were kind of like holy crap if that's real you know like you know when that happened it's like yeah that's that's pretty cool
2: yeah well we're about to find out here in a few minutes if it's real because that's like literally the first question out of my mouth. Is it real? <laughs> uh, you know what? That's with
1: every paranormal TV show, though. Everybody questions:
2: Is it real? Is it staged? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Are they on plenty of fish? No. Um, is that even a thing anymore? I thought it was. I just Tinder. I, I feel like Tinder. Tinder, like, I think,
1: kind of took over.
2: I think it like destroyed plenty of fish and Match.com, like all the one, all the like dating sites that were like basically hookup sites.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna start one for like paranormal people, but instead of being ghosted, because everybody would that, obviously that's what they would use. It'd be ghosted. No, 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 I'm gonna start a paranormal dating site, and it's called, and it's gonna be called Possessed.
2: Possessed, I like it. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> own the
1: one you love.
2: Oh my god, that's I mean, terrifying. come on,
1: that's a that's a brilliant tagline.
2: I, it's totally terrifying though. Copy
1: you... by Paraprobe on Saturday at uh, what's the date? Nineteenth of November. Yep, twenty twenty two. Yeah Copyright We own that Possessed (laughs) Possessed. Own the one you love (laughs) Dude I'm going to do A whole commercial of that And I'm playing it Next weekend show
2: Okay Doesn't bother me It's going to be cool Okay It's going to be awesome Good for you Alrighty then (laughs) Nobody cares
1: Oh and if you swipe Off of somebody Then it's called ghosted
2: So ghosted or Hmm Getting into somebody I don't know (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well that's kind of what tinder does too but you know whatever hey hey everybody loves tinder
2: <laughs> yeah gotta be tinder <laughs> i can't
1: no no we're not doing the uncensored I'm, show I'm, yet I'm, man yeah, we gotta keep nope, it cool
2: nope 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 just can't do it
1: love me Uh-oh. on tinder i, love I really have true. to watch my mouth tonight yeah okay we're, we are going to have to watch our mouths. And Aaron, I know you're listening right now. Once again, no cussing. You could say damn. You could say hell. That's about as far as it goes. We're on Radio FCC. so
2: It's like uh, that old, what is it, Hank Williams song in country music. You just don't say the F word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> so tell me, Hank, why do you drink? You get on Tinder. Okay. Um so hearing about, we got about a minute here we're calling in. So once again, if you got you guys want to go back listen to the past shows, of ParaProbe and a lot of our interviews that we've done, you can go to iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes. Uh we we are literally on everything. Everything. Yeah. I I think a lot of our people that listen to our show, I think have been doing it through like iHeartRadio. Um, that's where I've been seeing like a, a lot of people like commenting and stuff like, Oh, I listen to you guys on iHeartRadio and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Hey, I'm cool with that. Just, I don't care where you go to listen to us. I don't care if it's in your bathroom. Just listen to us. Do it.
2: Do it Do it now.
1: Put us on, on your date. I could throw on a silky smooth sound.
2: Oh yeah. We can play a little, uh, Frank Sinatra for you. Might close with that.
1: Frank Sinatra. Really? What? Barry
2: White, man. We want to get them laid. I legit. Barry White. Boy, I, I've you have no idea. When I was running the Clearwater Ferry, I used to get so many people laid. Sunset and dr- Here we go.
1: I think we have somebody calling in. It might be Aaron. Hey, we'll you know, ask Aaron which one he prefers.
2: Uh, 1490. How you doing? All right. Let me see if I can. All right. Aaron should be on the air now.
1: Aaron, you on air?
2: Yes, you betcha, I am. And I didn't hang up. And you, oh, and
1: Jesse didn't hang up on you, man. An accomplishment.
2: I've made it. Yes.
1: Yes, you are alive. So, how's it going, my friend? Hey, doing good. Doing good. Appreciate uh chance
3: you and Jesse having me having me on the show. It's going awesome. Thank you. It's cold. Cold. cold in the Midwest.
1: I, I, really can't, I, I really can't say that it's cold here in Florida because I know it doesn't match to your cold. But it has been cold for us Floridians, though. I mean, anything below 60 it. and penguins die from hypothermia. So yeah,
3: I, I used to work in Florida years ago at a magical little kingdom, and I understood when the uh, temperature got below 50, it got a little cold.
1: You worked at the Magic Kingdom? What? Yeah, you betcha I did. Absolutely. Um, what did you do? Okay, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Before we get into 28 Days Haunted, we got to talk about that. So what did you do with the Magic Kingdom?
3: Okay, so I, I worked at Columbia Harbor House. I bust uh, tables for a college program, like, over 20 years ago now. Um, and uh, I've actually scouted to be Prince Charming uh, no
0: a couple
1: beers ago. I believe it, I, and I believe that. You're a tall, good-looking guy. I can see you playing the Prince Charming part. I could see that.
3: I, 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 ne- I never actually committed to the bit, though, because I was in contract to uh, work at Mackinac Island, Michigan as a historical interpreter, that summer, so I wasn't able to take the gig, but it was kind of cool, and
2: the was there. Hey, at least you got on the list, though. I mean, yeah, no
1: kidding, right? I mean, <laughs> right? you're the guy, you're the guy when we're standing in the crowd, that's like, oh my God, he looks like Prince Charming. I'm the guy that looked at <laughs> and goes, oh, he just got parole. Quasimodo. No, okay, no. Oh, that's
3: messed up, man. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, that's funny, because uh, the, the uh, late, like before the scatter, you know, approached me, um, I was in a cafeteria a moment and this is probably giving away some Disney magic the Disney cafeteria and Cinderella was in front of me this is like me fresh fresh uh, in the in the mix here she looks back at me and goes are you pretty charming uh, or, I go no I'm not and then she goes oh well you look like him maybe someday you'll be in the bubble with me and that and that was so cr- I'm like, what's that mean? What? Be in the bubble with you? Oh Remember yeah, that kind of Floridian thing. <laughs> oh. I found out. It's a trade,
0: guys. It's a trend. Oh man.
1: man. That yeah, Yeah. damn that that brings whole new meaning to the most happiest place on earth.
0: Right?
3: Yeah, (laughs) I like it. Twenty eight years later, okay,
1: (laughs) 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 and I still haven't banged Cinderella. This is so wrong. All right. Well, we've now got that accomplished in the first five minutes of the show. We've now dedicated the yeah. banging Cinderella. All right. I think we. I think yeah, we're on a good yeah. roll now. All
0: right. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and start breaking into Twenty Eight Days Haunted. But let's start off first with you being an investigator. So how long have you been investigating for?
3: Oh my gosh, I've been investigating um, as of back, you know, this training background of course. Um, twenty three years. 23 years I've been investigating the paranormal I started when I was actually 17 back in 1999 I actually did uh, two years of book research before I before I uh, jumped into on-site because I, I still was in high school and I knew I'd be getting into territory that I need to actually be an adult or at least you know talk to more adults and, and take it as, as serious as possible so um yeah, so I just did my research, um, aggressively, I, I would say, first two years, and, uh, hit the, uh, hit the field in 2001. was my first, uh, on, uh, on site investigation, and my team, I was 19, and my team had to be 21 and older. That was the, uh,
0: that was the recruiting process. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's like, okay, yeah, you you know, know, we need you to stuff maturity. your shoes
1: to be tall enough for this ride.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I've never given them, like, a, like a folders. Um, so, mind you, like, they're not traditionally, you know, focused on whatever I decided to give them. But I'm like, here, you have good handwriting. You're a recorder. Here, you
1: <laughs> you write down everything. <laughs> it's you so like amazing cameras. how that You're works a
3: photographer.
1: out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wow! You oh don't God. drop the camera, so you get to be the photographer. You got yeah. nice handwriting; we can actually read it. So you get to do all the, log- the logistics. Yeah, yeah. So. It's amazing yeah, how that works well. out for paranormal teams. I'm yeah. telling you.
3: So, and we got chased out by coyotes. I'm pretty sure that
0: first, that first one was. See, The normal
1: always. Yes, the normal always hurt you faster than the paranormal. I was telling Jesse about the time I was on an investigation. This year is before Jesse and I had met. We've both been investigators for a long, long time. And uh I was doing an investigation and got chased by a hog. So I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain with the coyotes.
3: Oh, my gosh. And... You- you know, i got to say, I always got permission to go, like, on-site. So I was called caretaker, called local PD, or whatever oh, yeah. yeah. to right? And, and uh, you know, I always advocated it. Because, again, that my two years of research, that's what it indicated. You have to respect the land, the ground, and, and it made sense to me. And uh, someone approached me the other day and said, oh, you have always, you know, contacted it or got permission. And I look at him like, you know what? Yeah, I have. Yeah. This is one of the things I I made sure of, um, and I, I mean I get it. Sometimes you can go on land that you're unsure who is who, but no. If I was doing research, I I reached out to the people to let them know I wanted to do the research.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely, and that's one thing that I, I like you. I am a, a very big promoter of that. You need to always let you know find out permission and everything before you go yeah. to a location to, like you said, either to investigate research, even if you're doing it by yourself, still exactly. call get permission because couple of things. One, once again, the normal will hurt you a whole lot faster than the paranormal. You can get hurt by yourself and nobody will know. Oh my
0: god, yes.
1: Yep. Yes. Secondly, um, getting shot sucks. (laughs) So, yeah, you don't need that to happen.
3: Homeless people and raccoons you got to look out for. Uh,
1: I'm telling you, man, (laughs) and you don't know which one you're going to wind up boxing. depends on which (laughs) one's drunker. It's either the raccoon or the homeless guy.
3: (laughs) Even a deer. I almost got bit by a deer once. (laughs) Did you say bit by a deer? (laughs) It just just said bit by a deer. It was mad. It was mad.
1: Dude, that'd be a pissed-off deer to bite you.
3: <laughs> oh, it it made this like this sound. Like, I didn't know what sound deers make. <laughs> Whatever. And I, I don't even want to try to do it. But this oh, person on, on the uh, team that came with us, and I don't know if I didn't even want her to, to come, but but well, she did, uh, you know, reasons. And uh, she goes, first one to go, it's a demon, just yells it out. And I'm like, I'm looking around like, no, guys, no, no. I mean, let's not run in terror. Let's make eye contact and back up. I think that's typical animal etiquette. But, uh no, it's just Bambi really, really mad. That's the first time I've
1: ever heard of a, a, a demon named Bambi.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of adorable until it bites you.
1: How do you track the demons, corn? <laughs> Oh Jesus oh, Alright so Before we get into 28 Days Haunted Because you know when I'm, when I'm interviewing people I mean you got interviewed by me on Back in the DedX Radio days You know But now you're doing this whole new thing With 28 Days Haunted and everything I want to You know Reach more into You You know I want people to know about you Not just the show You know So Yeah If we're doing the paranormal investigations Two things One We know you're a techie So what's your favorite piece of equipment And then number two what what would you say is like the scariest location you've done so far?
3: Oh you know um so yeah I do like the tech and like I like to experiment with new uh inventions I gotta say my my favorite style of equipment, and I do think people have to practice with with uh the kind of their folks' equipment to just become better and better over time I just have seen it happen um. Spirifox, uh, specifically the Necrophonic or Spiritus uh, okay. an application from your phone, digital app uh, by Teeth Weldon, and there's a junk load of those apps that you can get. And I, I can't tell you if all of them are fake or real and this and that, but I put thousands of hours on these apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you they've done some impressive stuff, so I've got the buy-in with them. They have part words, sounds, and phonemes, so they don't use real words. Sure, they're noisy. But when I found out, it's about an hour of uh, practice of sessions. It's an hour, mind you. So, you know, to me, it's not too long, but it can be long to someone. Um, it, it's a jar, but it's a garbage coop. And then about an hour into it or after, so about an hour range, it clears up. And it's fascinating to see it clear. Up. And now you're actually having almost a one-on-one, you know, conversation with the dead. Um That's crazy. That's fascinating to yeah. me. Uh, you know, and it's... So I, I do like that. I, I start off with that. I just kick the door open and let them know, hey, we're here to do some stuff. Help us out if you can. Do the best you can. We'll work together. It's, um, and it, it's pretty good.
1: And seeing like me, like, you know, I'm former military plus, you know, law enforcement stuff and security and everything too. Right. And I've always had like a logical mind when I'm doing my investigations and such. I kind of approach it like a, uh, like a, basically like a, a case, you know, yeah, and I'm absolutely. looking for facts only, you know. And Jesse, he's got CSI background mm-hmm. You know, so he's like me. He's a logical thinker and everything too. and we get on these investigations cool. and stuff, but so onto the the other question that I had: What is the scariest location that you've been to so far?
3: See, you know, and scary is kind of subjective, right? So, yes, um, I, I don't do the fear thing so much. Actually, I don't. That's probably why you don't see me. Uh, you know, when we talk about, I wasn't too much in the interviews because I'm just like, I think it's this reason, guys. I. I'm not scared, sorry. It is Um, true. I I,
1: Like, watching you, you don't fold. You don't buckle. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and and it's just, I I find it fascinating, right? I want to dig down. Like, What is that? What happened? What's the mechanic behind the behavior? And um, so I'm just fascinated with it. But but there was a time that fear was a a pusher. And I got to say, about the first five years, um, I tell people, there definitely was a lot of fearful moments. And um, this one moment, I would say, it was a... uh, 1840s uh, cemetery, mm-hmm. and I was on site with uh, a psychic medium, which at the time I wasn't sure too crazy about that idea, but you know, I don't go so I don't judge him too much. So there's that, and uh, it was a psychic feeler, myself, and a minister, and the minister thought both of us were just uh, doing garbage anyways. They just want to see what we were doing. I'm like, okay. So we, uh, we approach it, and the uh the the cemetery is just awesome we kind of are in there and the the you know it looks like your spherical location mind you like a horror movie location mm-hmm. and I hear this crackling of leaves come behind me and all of a sudden i you know i turn my with my chin over my left shoulder and notice the minister lady that's there and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's strange, because who's standing by the psychic killer guy? So I look over to him, start wading myself forward, and there's this full apparition. It looks like a, a glass mold, a fisherman-shaped body, kind of black smoke uh, blowing through it. Almost like a Disney stage prop, honestly.
0: <laughs> I <threw> 10
3: <laughs> yards, 10 yards in front of it, like, throughout my arm. And the cool thing was all three of us witnessed something different. Um, the, uh, the one thing, the one, uh, uh, psychic healer or filler felt something in front of this. It said, "There, something's right here. I saw something and the, uh, the minister saw kind of a floating, a floating, uh, blob or, or, or a cloud. So
0: hmm.
3: I froze. And my my little girl saying, boo, like. Tell
1: her she scared us all. Oh,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. You scared everyone, by the way, in Florida, sweetheart. (laughs) Everyone. Good job, babe. Good job. All right, so we'll go ahead and start breaking into 28 Days Haunted here. So how how did you get approached for 28 Days Haunted?
3: Um, it was kind of a cool, uh, I guess hey, grandma. connection grandma. scenario. So 28 days haunted came about, uh, cause someone, someone else actually reached out to me randomly, um just, just ra- randomly uh, about eight months or so before we got the, eight, seven months before we got the gig and said, hey, Aaron, uh we're looking for, uh, we're looking for someone else to do to interview with me for this job i don't know too much about it i know it's for netflix um i think they said netflix at the time typically we don't really know who it's for when we're doing some of these things i'm pretty sure they said it's for netflix or at least a pitch towards netflix and said hey you want to interview I'm like, cool so uh so that was pretty much it And we uh, before the interview they go well we need one more person uh, so do you know anyone I go well Nick he's really the only other person I really do this with let's see if he's ready I call him he goes sure <laughs> I'll, I'll do it um, they they loved us which is funny they 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 loved us so they actually moved forward with Nick and I um, the other person were thankful for uh, them getting in con- or allowing us to get in contact but they didn't move forward with that person um, they, they ended up just taking Nick and I which through the whole process, it's kind of it's kind of wild, um, just of how difficult it was to get the part, and mm-hmm. and we really didn't we really didn't understand I don't think of how difficult it was a to be on Netflix and b to even get the get the part. We're you know we just love doing this, so we I mean we're confident in what we were doing and what we were bringing. Um, if we weren't chosen, it wasn't going to end our day, <laughs> <laughs> you know because. You know, whatever. We still got things to do.
1: <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, you and Nick—you guys have been boys for quite a while now, right? Yeah,
3: 2009. I had him join, and he tells a story. Uh, so he joined the team when I finally wanted to actually get uh, a secure team together. Um, he, uh, he, yeah, he, he, yeah, he—he was one. He was the first person that uh, got in contact with me. And he tells a story that I ran his Social Security number, and I had his Social Security number somewhere in some backfiles. And, you know, I, I, I did a background check. I don't remember getting his Social Security number, but maybe I did it. I don't
1: know. <laughs> See, that's like me and Jesse. Jesse and I, like, there's a lot of people on radio that they do shows together that they really don't actually spend a lot of time together off air. Uh But Jesse and I We literally Like I treat him Like my little brother You know So we're I mean, we talk I, I, We talk each other more And we talk to our wives So Like Yeah so Him and I are actually Really tight We talk all the time He, You know He can go into my house If I'm not there You know Stuff like that We have that type of relationship And that type of mind You
2: know Go make nice. a sandwich Get out Go yeah. do stuff yeah. Occasional back rubs <laughs> You know You know I'm, I'm
3: at Nick's garage Actually quite a bit uh And more, more so recently But um he uh I was not not a groom's was it groomsman trying to no, I wasn't a groomsman. I wasn't I wasn't a groomsman at his wedding, I'm trying to think up, but I was the DJ, he asked me to be like the N oh, C oh,
1: oh, oh really. It's see what's funny yeah. is Jesse was one of my groomsmen at my wedding.
3: <laughs> well and the point thing, the MC gig, you know, I rocked it out on the mic, right? Mm-hmm. So people were asking, like, who'd you hire? Who's this who's this guy? And he kept turning everyone down. I'm like, dude, you could have got me weird jobs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of music yeah. do you usually DJ?
3: <laughs> well, no, no, actually, I was I was an MC and someone else DJ, so I just had the mic. the ladies and gentlemen, please. Throw one hand against the other to make a clapping sound for the groom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I now know when we start doing events, we're going to have Aaron come, and he's going to MC our events for us.
3: (laughs) I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, man.
1: And now coming to the stage in a pink chiffon dress, we have chance
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look <at this> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So okay, we're gonna get some more into to 28 days haunted, but I also know you also make and sell your own rings.
3: Yes, oh my gosh. super uh, super awesome. Um, I guess I don't want to say kind of a hobby uh, that I, I got into come 2020, I should say, um, and just had the years to perfect it. Um, and now i kind of had an exposure position where I was able to, to pitch to pitch, uh, it out to the further community. And, and, yeah, they're turning out. I've had, I, I want to say, a couple people messaged me, and they said they're in tears, you know, they're just so happy with, with the product and, mm-hmm. and just, what i can do with it so yeah and and they they glow right so as a ghost hunter paranormal you know (laughs) investigator you got something to look at in the dark when you're waiting for the ghosties to show up
1: (laughs) you know why that works out perfect for like ghost hunters on tv right that way their wives are watching tv they can actually see the guy's (laughs) ring glowing so they know they're still wearing it so you know
0: (laughs)
3: You, you know i'm actually wearing the ring that i made in the show um, and it matched a ring that I gave to my little girl and had her wear it around her neck the
2: necklace. Oh, that's oh. cute. So I got to ask, how much of um, when you were at, what What was it, Connecticut? It was, yeah, yeah, in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Um, how, how much of that was just like waiting around with your thumb up your butt? You know, it was so <laughs> It
3: was super-ass, you know, oh, so what did you do on your downtime? And honestly, you did have downtime, it down was so weird. So we, uh, we were the 20th phase, and it was I mean we did lunch we did dinner, you know, I don't really remember a third meal, but at least the two meals. And <laughs> we were pretty much just hitting like a, we would investigation. Um, throughout the day, like a normal investigation. So, yeah, there's a couple of times I get to come up with <laughs> so, yeah, the investigation process as, as we would. But in the daytime, if there's any bumps or anything like that, we were on and we were always analyzing in, in the day for the most part, anyway. So, with nighttime investigation, see, like, we'll analyze through breakfast and whatnot and, and uh, some interviews. Uh, the interviews that you saw. That you saw there, we were pulled aside uh, by the production crew to, to do those interviews as fresh as we could. Um, so, so yeah, I mean it was it, it was intense, but I, and it's funny because I don't even remember I don't remember really much of my adventure there. I'm watching the show, starting out of the memories back. Like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I remember, I remember things. So. You know what?
1: I-, I tell you what, man, I totally get that. All right, years ago, I did uh, my own TV series too out of Chicago, and it was for ghost hunting, oh, cool. uh, ghost hunting show. And there okay. were times where I filmed episodes and such, and blah blah blah. And it was made to be also comedic, besides just doing okay. paranormal investigations. And so that was
3: funny anyway.
1: Yeah, and I remember like going back and watching some of those episodes and, and like laughing so I was like, I do not remember saying that at any given time. It's like that when I mean, Jesse and I do the radio show. There's times that him and I'll listen to it and we'll just start laughing and be like, Man, I do not remember you saying that or me saying that, you know, just yeah, I get it.
0: You know, there's the
3: awesome moment it, it was off that out. I mean of course so much so much data's left out and, and uh screen time's left out of this uh um, the show, because the show, if you think about it, the characters are three houses. Mm-hmm. So Those characters really aren't the investigators. The investigators are just attributes of the experience of the houses. Uh, yeah, the real characters are the houses and just, the idea of 28 days. So, um, there was a really cool investigative moment that, that it kind of sucks, you know, that they, that they removed it or, or opted out of showing it because as an investigator, as you, as a lot of you know, listeners and Investigators like to see it was a moment where, um, my or me, I was actually oppressed, and you saw mm-hmm. the uh, instruments actually react. And throughout two weeks, you saw my mental state almost going going south, which is, is sad. But it was, it was kind of confusing, and you, you see all this. And then um, there's a moment where Sean actually uses the uh, holy water on me. I, mm-hmm. I tell him. I tell them to get the water, and this whole time I'm, I'm against it. And uh, I tell them to get the water, and they go get a water bottle. I like, no, get the holy water. And I'm getting mad at them because I thought they wanted drama, and and they just kept saying something wrong with me. So I was like, let's just have them knock it off and and move forward. Well, right when they threw the holy water on me, it felt like battery acid. was crazy.
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm so glad you brought that up because watching the series, you could see that arc throughout, you know, the episodes, and and I, you know, I know well enough of you about being an investigator that I can see like that's not Aaron. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. sense. Oh,
3: thank you. No, some other people when I when I shared that, they they definitely jumped on that, and they some people actually brought it up to me before. Um, but yeah, there was a big moment, um, where it wasn't me, and. When I started repeating the St. Michael's Prayer uh, from Sean after he did the holy water, I mean, it felt like the static uh, net was lifting off me. I was cursing it the whole time, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like I was looking outside of my body, kind of like, What am I saying? Why am I saying this? And Nick probably said one of the funniest lines um, that, again, would have gave pure comedy gold. He, he's holding the camera, believe it or not, and he uh, is <laughs> he goes, I don't think that's in the prayer. Just the way he says it. Like I think I
0: even grinned.
1: Yeah, actually, Nick had uh, mentioned on Twitter, by the way, uh, just a few minutes ago. Um, I guess at one point in time, it might be because of the background from the train and all that earlier. He was just saying that uh that our, the website needed some work.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, all right. Did you have any contact with your family when you were out there, or like were you just like no?
3: What? Yeah, kind of like that. And that was that was tough. And there's no clock either. That was the most psychologically. Oh, that was so. That was terrible. Uh, I had no clue the time. I woke up, went to bed. I mean, I just knew sunset and rose, but. uh... That, that was the worst that's well they mean, do
1: that on purpose too because they're trying to give you that self-isolation in order to throw off your time and everything like like deprivation like with sleep deprivation
3: and, and you know and, and I think you know I think there is that but I, I uh, also think probably for the production side of it when you're doing edits they don't want to see clocks changing times with them with your clock running around if they're yeah,
1: that would make sense fair enough
3: edit.
1: yeah it kind of affects continuity a little bit <laughs> okay. so, time travel
3: so, you know I uh I made five uh, one-minute uh, one-minute videos for my little girl, for her mom, to to show her when I was gone. So, I mean, that's kind of what I did there. But, yeah, I, I wasn't able to speak to anyone.
2: That's super smart. All right, so when you were – I lost it. It was fine. I lost, the question. <laughs> <You seriously laughs> lost
1: the a question. You seriously lost a question.
2: Yeah, it was a good question. You'll <laughs> get it back.
0: <laughs> you
1: can't improvise one on the spot?
2: No, nope, I lost oh it. I was God. so focused yeah, on it.
1: Now Aaron and I both are going to turn on you and pick on you now.
2: Okay, that's fine. I'm used to it.
1: Great. Now he's getting oppressed. Uh, he yeah. can't remember time, can't remember questions. Oh oh I'm repressed, God. not oppressed.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on throughout the investigation. Um, I know that things like when you watch this series and towards the end, like towards like the 28th day, especially on the 28th day, things really got really crazy on the 28th day when they started going around and they were doing the holy water on the mirrors and all that stuff. Um, now, I know we talked about before that, you know, when I asked you about the scariest location you've ever investigated. When this stuff started happening in the room, like when the chair got thrown, stuff like that, you know, that you that you found behind that one door and everything, you can't tell me you weren't at least a little intimidated?
3: <laughs> you know, I was... And the way... There, there was some anxiety. I did, I did think was that. Okay, there the, we go. But the... Uh I was more fascinated on, on, on what's really happening. I mean, I know this stuff's happening around me, right? But I'm just like, is it really paranormal? I'm like, I'm still like clicking, like, it's,
0: uh,
3: I'm the guy that, you know, Abe Lincoln can walk in front of and like 15 minutes later, I'm like, oh crap, is that? it just Abe Lincoln? <laughs> 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 Let me, like, it's funny, uh, in early October, I was doing, a doing a talk in Joplin. It was such a cool, uh, cool place. And, uh, but actually, the place I was in the Airbnb, a water bottle was thrown across the room. Like, just, and I was getting ready for the day, and a water bottle was chucked, and it exploded, and water was everywhere. And I'm just like, are you okay? Like, I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> I think someone's day drinking I'm like, eh.
1: See, at that point in time, when, see, okay, I'm going to make a very valid point for a lot of investigators out there. If you're a man and you're married to a woman who can at times have a temper on her, when things like that happen in the house with objects being thrown or flown around, we don't panic. We're used to that. <laughs> Those are the moments, like, just like you, it was a reflex action for you. The first thing you said is, are you all right? <laughs> exactly. That it's is sheer to signs to of, be I've been doctors, in a long-term relationship, and I've been hurt.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
3: So I checked out a little bit, a couple minutes later, but, yeah. That was just, uh, and there actually threw two water bottles. The second one was down the stairs. Yeah, kind of a funny situation Like, oh,
0: okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man So, since you've had objects thrown at you Like, what's the craziest object you've had Thrown either at you or just thrown in general That you've seen?
0: Oh, man I mean,
3: there's always these stuff of rocks or something like that I
0: mm-hmm.
3: can't guarantee that That I actually caught something I, I gotta say, it had to be more recently The water bottle was was definitely it was chucked it was not a it was not a toss it was at an angle that was very uh a, a skeptic even a cynic wanna be able to to, to debunk this
1: and see it was deathly. that's what i love is the fact that you are like jesse and i that we had that when someone like Like, that happens. That's the, you just can't deny it. There's no definitive, like, you know, oh, that's gravity. Gravity doesn't work sideways, okay? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, when you, yeah, at that point in time, there there comes a point in time where we call it the brick over the head evidence, where something is just so obvious, you're just like, yeah, that's paranormal. You know, that's the brick in the head evidence. That right there is the bottle being thrown.
3: And do you guys know that skeptics always seem to be the most scared individuals when things happen? Yep. Like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, no, I
2: better. I will be the one to run out of there. Like, actually, that was my question. Was there an option to GTFO if something bad happened?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the show, they they did ask us a lot, um, do you want to leave? And, you know, what will make you leave? They did ask us that a lot. But I, I just kind of grinned. I said, oh, no, I'm, I'm here. You know, <laughs> give, give, let me spit pea soup out of my mouth. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> See, this is the problem with Jesse and I being on a show like that because we like to push each other. I would be literally looking at Jesse going, pay you 20 bucks if you leave now. And, and the money will just go up throughout the days.
3: <laughs> you, you know, there was this, we actually did a really good Ouija board session. Um, and, and, again, they, they didn't show it, but I, I sounded like such an amateur because I never had the Ouija board like fly this quickly, um, with the plant just moving across the board. I kept looking looking at Nick, I'm like, Are you moving it? He's like, No, are you moving it? No, are you moving it?
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's probably why they cut it.
2: I would love to see all the behind the scenes. No of kidding, all this. man!
1: I would love to see that stuff, and, and and also too. I mean, I've I've like seen you know Nick's postings and stuff like that before. I don't know the guy personally, but definitely funny guy, you know. So I could I could imagine you two behind the scenes, the crazy <laughs> stuff that might go on.
3: You know, and all all of our characters we kind of characterize, You know, I I need to watch the
1: show
0: actually
3: in time. I only watched it once, and it was when everyone else was able to see it um they they really gave us all one kind of one character and all of us really were multi-dimensional um what what you see there wasn't the normal character of, of any of us actually uh it it was interesting but you know it did give it gave what the house was doing in the in the period that it was doing it so it did give that but but yeah there's it, it definitely a lot a lot to do in the future with uh, with Nick and I. Hopefully, we'll see if any spinoffs happen or anything like that.
1: Either a spinoff, and, and seriously, like I think you guys deserve like your own show, just the two of you. I, I you. To see that. Um, or if they at least do a season two, bring you two back for season two. Yes.
3: Yeah, you know, I would like I would like that. I'd like to see it. Uh, um, you know, the funny thing is, a lot of the a lot of the stuff uh, that we got. We Sean is phenomenal. Uh, I think phenomenal medium, mm-hmm. but his and his mediumship complemented what Nick and I were doing. Nick or uh, Sean was very investigative too. He used a lot of tools, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you only get that through mediums, but he he definitely was all all in. And it was more we gain we gained more of our knowledge base through our tools than his mediumship really. And mm-hmm. I would like to see kind of something like this where we just where it's all almost all tech. Um, at least, at least focus on that
1: aspect. Absolutely. Like you said, it's not taken away from him, you know, with his mediumship no. or anything else. Because, like you said, a lot of stuff that you said really complemented and backed up the evidence that you guys were physically finding. Um, but at the end of the day, like you said, it's like, you know, the, the tech side of, like, you and Nick, and plus you're, for lack of a better term, you guys have the it factor together. It's like me and Jesse on air with radio. We have it together. We complement each other on air. You know, and right. in dresses, we look good together. Um, but all kidding aside, you know, you guys, uh, you really do. I can see you guys doing your own spinoff show and having you guys out there. And of course you have to have Jesse and I come along for comedic relief every once in a while. You know, that's, that just goes without saying.
2: I, it would probably turn into pranking. Probably. <laughs> Each other, but you know. <laughs> right, right.
1: All right. So I have a couple of questions for you and these are going to be, uh, off the, off the, you know, kind of path, you know, because everybody asks always the same questions. So I got a couple of like just odd questions for you. All right. Number one, ham or turkey sandwich? Ham. Ooh, you're close. It's Cuban. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, nope,
3: you're right. You're right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. Going back to the realness here, 28 days on it. So the last day you guys were there and you're finally, you're out the door, you're leaving. Did you feel like a physical, like you know, a form of relief when you were finally leaving off the property? Like, could you oh, tell yeah. like the air changed?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was so weird because there's times, there's moments. Where my remember, no clock, so in my head, like the mental state of it. I, I didn't think I was leaving. It didn't feel like it was. It felt more realistic, that I was just going to stay there for the rest of my life than it felt to leave that place. Wow. Like, it was weird. Um, it was just a weird, weird thing. And but, yeah, I definitely felt the relief.
1: Okay, so the reason why I asked that is because when I was watching the final episode when you guys were leaving the property, okay, towards the last, I would say, week of being locked up in there. You could see the tenseness in everybody and their facial features, stuff like that. Like I said, I'm, you know, former military law enforcement and stuff like that. I I know to look for these things. And I could see the the tension like on everybody's faces and everything else just building as time was going by. But that last scene when you guys were kind of like, you know, packing your stuff and loading up, getting ready to leave. It's like you could see your shoulders finally just kind of drop. Like, you know, like you could just see the tension was kind of leaving from you guys.
3: Yeah, it was weird. No, I, absolutely. And, you know, a part of us, we joked when we got into the van. We're like, are you just going to make us, like, was that all rehearsal? And we got to go go back around. And go <laughs> go? We're like, oh, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> I am not doing this again. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's not worth it. Not worth it. Keep your money. No.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: All right. So going into the next part. You and you may know the answer to this. You may not. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the parachute that you can open on this yeah. question. Okay. Okay. Do you think there will be a season two?
3: Yes, I I think they will. I don't know. That's that's just purely my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if you if you look at it, we were launched on the largest network. Our rating may be lower than a lot of the paranormal shows. But if you look at like our IMDB uh, rating, like, uh, uh, an- another ghost show on travel will probably have like 100, 500, maybe a thousand, maybe close to a thousand reviews. We had thousands of reviews, mm-hmm. like real quick. Um, so we're just getting a lot larger. We're the, we're the number one most viewed paranormal show in history in, like, a week.
0: Again, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I was seeing um, that with the postings we were, you were putting out there about the show, and yeah. I was like, holy crap. But I believe it, because we Netflix six. is one of the biggest streaming series over all the other and, streaming series.
3: Yes, and we knew this going in. We knew the eyes to be on us. So it was number six globally. I mean, we hit number five U.S., so the numbers and the interest is there. Despite some of the, you know, Some of the further, nastier reviews, you get all of that, and and heck, the overall rating may be low, but, you know, I exactly don't look at ratings, they don't look at reviews, (laughs) they look at the numbers.
1: It's the numbers. (laughs) At the end of the day, everybody in TV and radio will tell you it's about Mm -hmm. numbers. I don't care if you hate me with a passion. You listen to the show, (laughs) you're a fan. It's that simple.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, people talk about it no matter what. I mean, people are still talking about it. Oh, I'm sure, Uh, like, you even had people probably,
1: yeah, and I'm sure you've probably had people, you know, out there in the, especially in the paranormal field, you know, it's always paradrama with all those idiots out there. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: and I'm sure they'll say stuff negative about the show, negative about you guys, it's fake, and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. I'm on TV. Do you think I care? It's like me doing radio. It's like when people sit there, and if somebody makes a comment, like, they don't like me, it's like, get in line with the rest of them. (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't care. Exactly, and I
3: even told some of the other, uh, the other guys, I, you know, I, uh cause I think some of the guys are t- took some of the weight of the negative, a little tough, but I, t- I and I didn't. I don't. I mean, I don't. I, I see nothing but positive stuff actually coming out of this. But uh I think, I, what I told people, I go, you got to take the sting, the sting off the, or you got to take the weight off the kudos, the celebration moments, to take the sting off the negative stuff. Yep. Just kind of level all that out.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, there, there comes a point in time, like, like, remember I was, uh, I made the joke on, on Instagram, I believe, earlier, where I said, like, if you were not being humble, that I would, like, you know, bust you a little right, bit right. and stuff so like that. But that's, that's just poking fun. That's because I consider oh, you a friend. God. That's just having fun, you know?
0: Right, but, you right. Know,
1: now, for, like, Jesse and I, because we're on radio, and, and to be honest with, like, even people who hate Zach Baggins, all, everybody can say they hate <laughs> Zach Baggins all they want the dude knows what he's doing. He's bringing the ratings and keeping a very high paycheck. You know what I'm saying? And you know,
3: you know, the funny thing is, if anyone of those people would ask to be on a ghost adventures, in a heartbeat, do you think, do you think they would say no? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> they would
1: not say no. And anybody <laughs> who says it, oh, I would say no, you're a liar. I'm sorry, you're a yeah. liar. Yeah. yeah.
2: I I love yeah. the concept of the show and I think it is going to pop up again. I mean, like I said earlier, it's like a mix between alone and ghost hunters. And it's, yeah. It's sketchy. I think this is probably either going to have a competition spinoff, or like just become super big. I had to censor myself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if they give it more time
3: to breathe, and now I think everyone kind of knows that all three locations, and we'll call them the characters again, they all reacted very similar. If they if they get maybe just one location or next season just let it breathe, give it a little more time, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a couple more episodes, I think they'll be able to see a lot more of that investigative stuff that I'm such a big fan of um on top of the uh on top of the house reacting. That would be cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean and here's the thing, I mean we all know that Discovery Plus is like the paranormal platform to be on. That's where everybody's been going. So oh, for right, Netflix right. to open up and start doing this honestly business point media point since we work in both it's a smart move it really is they I it's think that they need part to be a Netflix yeah they definitely need to be picking yeah. up more paranormal shows definitely
3: yeah they, they are uh, far far as what I understood we were like the first the first uh, hurrah to that to that gateway Yeah. Um, but yeah, technically I'm part of the Netflix family now. So they can use talent around. They can just recycle me and be like, hey, here you go. Make <laughs> hand, here, here. <laughs> like great.
1: All, All right, so I got a, a quick show. question for you for Netflix. Did you get a Netflix ball cap?
3: Uh, no, but I got a Netflix candle.
1: Oh, got a what? Netflix candle for your Netflix yeah. and chill nights. Have you used it yet? I
3: don't know. <laughs> oh I've, yeah, I've I've used and it now And I got chocolates too. And the chocolates are from Beverly Hills, fancy. Wow. Okay,
1: first off, that wasn't from Netflix. That was from the secretary at Netflix. And, yeah, she's just trying to get a little bit. She went a little bit of the old Aaron G there, buddy.
3: Yeah, well, I bet in the first one. I was like, wait a second. This tastes funny. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Is it hot in here? (laughs)
1: Yeah,
3: it makes sense with the candle, too, I guess, if I think about it.
1: (laughs) Oh man, Someone this- Someone
3: has your know, heartthrob, right in the paranormal world. <laughs> oh,
1: Prince Charming. Prince uh, Charming, yes. Me. Oh god, I will never forget that dude. I will never let you live that down as yep. long as you live. That is, that is your nickname oh, now, Prince Charming. Yep.
3: Oh, uh, people are just, yeah.
1: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> man, now <laughs> we gotta my like come up with a nickname role. for Nick. Does Nick have a nickname?
3: No, but every now and <laughs>
1: Can you say it on air? <laughs>
3: I, 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 I kind of can. It's, it's using his first name, but I, I threatened to send people Nick's pictures with some shirtless pictures of him that I've <laughs> been uh, So, But no, I don't think there is a nickname for Nick.
1: We're going to invent Nick, one. Nick is a name. <laughs> We're infamous for it. <laughs> We're going to invent one. Well, I remember with Nick Groff, yeah. we actually had Groff Weaver that I came up with. Um I that like act, it. Yes, that actually trended on Twitter. Uh, back, no
3: back <laughs> Yes, back in the
1: Dead X radio days. There uh, Nick Groff we were interviewing him on our show and this this girl was talking about how she loved his beard and she wanted I kid you not, she wanted to weave stuff into his beard. And <laughs> My, uh, one of our guys on the show, Jeff, started playing Dreamweaver. And so I started going, Groff Weaver. And we came up with a hashtag and it trended on Twitter. He told me wow. for six months straight, every event he went to, he could not have somebody, he would not have somebody come up to him all the time going, hey, Groff Weaver. So yeah, huh. yours, yours you know is going to be Prince it. Charming. Now we got to come up with one for Nick. Oh,
0: uh,
3: well, we'll, we'll get one. Oh gosh. Yeah. Nick would be. Man, think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> sandbag. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, brother. We only got about maybe one minute left on the show here. Is there anything out there you want to pimp out? Carte blanche. You know, websites, uh, you, you know, you know, ring stuff. Uh, Go for it.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for uh, for letting me on the show. This was a super fun. Great conversation. I love it. Um, so if you can follow me at his me Aaron G. G is spelled out like G E E. Um, and yeah, my, uh, rings are really, uh, really allowing me to, they, let, they allow me to leave my nine to five and, and I can do the afterlife research with, with trading these rings and, and pushing some other avenues, uh, artistically well, on the side to kind of do what we want to do.
1: So if they want to <laughs> buy the rings, do they go to your like personal thing or like, is there a website uh, for your rings?
3: You know, I gotta get it on, on my on my website. I don't, but I've been keeping it really. It's like really exclusive. So I don't know how long I'll be doing the rings, but people are loving them. Um, but Facebook's a big one. Facebook, if you follow me on Facebook, I okay. I drop them or even on Instagram and all the other ones. But uh, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. We'll put it put all that out there. Our show, yeah. we record this live when we're on air. Right now, we are on air in the Sarasota, Bradenton, Tampa Bay area. This everybody's been listening to you. Uh oh we do gosh. yeah, we do record the show and then after we're done recording the show when we go off air, we actually upload it to like Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on okay. every podcast platform. So we'll be throwing all wow. this out there for you. Thank you. You are very thank welcome. You. And we loved having you on, man. We got to get you back on again for some more interviews.
3: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Alright, brother. Well, thank you for coming on and joining us and uh, hope you have a great night. Oh, wait a minute. And who is your this is two part question, I'll make it quick. Okay. Who okay. is your favorite paranormal radio show and why is it paraprobe
3: <laughs> because every now and then you got to take a chance
1: oh hey. love it love it that's perfect all right. all right man have a good one brother you have a great night give the little one a big take hug care. from all of us uh she was awesome jumping on here too
3: <laughs> Awesome, she fell <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. asleep. all right
1: brother have a good one
3: take care good night
1: thanks Goodbye. bye All right, guys, we're going to be cutting out of here. That was Mr. Aaron G. Thompson at 28 Days Haunted, and we are running behind time here, so we're hopping off air. You guys have a great weekend, and we will see you again next weekend on Paraprobe.